2: church? why don't, Look at you all looking very gorgeous. Indian, Chinese. Look, I have an authentic Indian in an Indian dress. This is genuine. This is authentic. This is no fake at all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come back. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be back? Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you go around? You know, we're all looking beautiful. Shake somebody, hug somebody, tell them something...
3: You're looking good, just, just Believe in you, I will go. No, no, no. We are together again.
4: Hallelujah.
3: Together again. Yeah. Just praising the Lord. Lord. We are
2: together again. That's the question, What nationality are you? What nationality are you? What nationality are you? Where, which part
1: of the world are you from? is going to What nationality are you?
3: Which part of
1: the world are you from?
3: We are together again.
1: We are together again. It's going to happen.
2: Chinese. Look, I have an authentic Indian in an Indian dress. This is genuine. This is authentic. This is no fake at all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come back. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be back? Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you go around? You know, we're all looking beautiful. Shake somebody, hug somebody, tell them something...
3: You're looking good, just, just believe you. I will go. No, no, no. We are together again.
4: Hallelujah.
3: Together again. Yeah. Just praising Even the Lord. Lord. We are
2: together again. Ask the question: what nationality are you? What nationality are you? What nationality are you? Where? Which part
1: of the world are you from? going to What nationality are you? Which
3: part of the
2: world are you
1: from?
3: We are together again. We are together again.
1: sister, we are together again. Together, together, together. This present of love. I say what nationality? Which country are you from? i together.
2: The world we have guarded, including a sheikh bass guitarist. The way he's dressed like an Arab Sheikh you better have some money. (laughs) Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. Amen. Hey Ralph, you are dressed like a sheikh, you better make some money. (laughs) Because those guys are moguls. Hallelujah. Well, we've had a very fanful service, including Fantastic dancing from the anointed Kara dances, a very, a very revealing play by the, the Shekinah glory to preaching a, 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 a play about the word of God. We had a very fantastic singing from the Josiah choir. Man, that boy can sing. Man, hallelujah! And of course, our own local Ida. <laughs> So we are just going to share the word of God I'm telling you what we are going to do We are going to preach the word of God powerfully Have communion and then we will have the best part of the service Taste of the nations (laughs) Hallelujah So tell your neighbor, relax Hallelujah Just relax Hallelujah Tell a person I'm happy to sit by you I didn't know you were that beautiful or handsome. Hallelujah. Wow. Okay. The word of God. Still talking. You see, what we are doing displays what God has done. That a church that started in a small corner has reached the ends of the world. Amen. That is why everybody here must, one, pray for the bishop, pray for the healing Jesus, And support the work of God. Hallelujah. Because every country that was up here, we have a church there. Nothing is fake. We are not imagining anything. Any nation you saw here, there's a church there. Including India. We have branches in India. In China. Everywhere you saw, Bishop Dak has a branch there. Hallelujah. So you belong to a big family. That is why everybody in this church must have a desire to travel. Tell anybody, go on vacations. You'll find a local church there. Look, where currently our church, wherever you go, there's a branch there. I'm preaching. Wherever you go, you go to Bangkok, there's a branch there. You go to India, there's a branch there. You go to Jamaica, there's a branch there. You go to where? Philippines, there's a branch there. There's a branch Samoa. There's a branch there. Yeah, Vanuatu. Dubai, Vanuatu, South Africa, Kumasi, yeah. <laughs> Cameroon, yeah. Abetifi, Dawadawa number two. So at least you are guaranteed a church family when you travel. Hallelujah. Even in Kwame Dawson, there's a branch. (laughs) So, plan your travels. We have a large church family. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Very good. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Preaching. Proverbs 4, 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Mark 7, 21 to 23. I know the children are here, but look, if your children are going to the step, you should sit at the back, so that you can take them out easily. For those of you carrying babies, you know, it's always a good idea to sit at the back, so that when the child is one in. OK, Mark 7:21: For from within, out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. Foolishness is in the list. Bible says foolishness comes from your heart. So if you are foolish, it's not from your head. It's from your heart. Hallelujah. Foolishness. Amen. All these evil things come from within and defile. Amen. Hallelujah. Matthew 12, 35. Matthew 12, 35. Matthew 12, 35. Quick. I'll give you all my scriptures. Matthew 12, 35. A good man Out of the good treasure of the heart, bringeth forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, bringeth forth evil things. Hallelujah. I'm talking about your heart, the condition of your heart. Amen. And this scripture makes us to understand that good things come from your heart. And bad things come from your heart. So, it is very important for you to be careful what goes into your heart. Because if good things go into your heart, good things will come out. If bad things go into your heart, bad things will come out. That is why it says guard your heart with diligence, Protect your heart. Secure your heart. Put a barrier around your heart. Because trust you me, if something bad goes in, Something bad is going to come out. If something good goes in, something good will come out. So be very, very careful what you allow to enter your heart. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? I say, can I get an amen? Guard your heart. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Because your life is determined by the condition of your heart. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So I spoke to you about an encouraging heart. Do you remember? Yeah, Yeah, an encouraging heart. And then I spoke to you about an optimistic heart. You see, an optimistic heart. A heart that is optimistic, not a pessimistic heart. Hallelujah. A heart that is optimistic. A heart that has the ability to look at the good side of life. Are you hearing me, church? Not that you always see the negative side of life. You need a heart that has looks at the brighter side of life. Hallelujah. Because it is the condition of your heart that will determine your life. Amen. So instead of having a heart that is always things are down, things are not well, there's a problem. You, know, you see, Have a good heart. Have an optimistic heart. When you wake up in the morning, you should be able to say that this is the day the Lord has made. This is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. Is somebody hearing me? You must be able to confess that this is the day. In spite of all the bills, the problems, the headaches, you must be be able to say that this is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. The fact that I went to bed last night and woke up and I'm alive, I will be glad and rejoice in it. For this is the day the Lord has made. Is somebody hearing me? Instead of getting out of bed, Just another Monday morning. (laughs) Just another Monday morning. No, no, no. no. Manic Monday morning. It's not manic. This is the day the Lord has made. I said, this is the day the Lord has made. I said, this is the day the Lord has made. You see, the father you slept and you woke up, you should be grateful. I said, the father you slept and you woke up, you should be what? Grateful. And how like, it will be well. I say 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 it is well. I say it is well. It is well. Yes, this is the day Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? You see, I can tell you what. You will be surprised that You, in spite of all what you call your problems, someone is desiring to be you. That's what you don't know. What you don't know is that you, with all your problems, what you think is down, somebody will be glad that he's you. Yeah? You don't know how somebody looks at you and envies you. One day, a certain, pers- uh, some, 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 a certain guy came to church, <laughs> and then I said, I think uh, he was trying to do medicine. So, I said, oh, wait, 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 after church, I'll show you the sister uh, who is the doctor. That's what I said. I said, okay, no problem. So after church, after a while, he came. Oh, I've spoken to her already. And I said, Oh, really? Who did you speak to? Then she pointed another sister, who is not a doctor. <laughs> and I said, Oh, really? And then I laughed. Oh no, that's not the one I was talking about. And I said oh, they said, oh, I thought she was the doctor. What am I trying to say? The way the person carries herself in the church, she looks like the female doctor. <laughs> 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 Are you hearing me? I'm just using it as a statement, do you understand? It's like, meanwhile, this person that is talking, the way this lady that this other person thinks is the doctor, the way she's to complain to me about her life, and I say, you are complaining about your life, from a distance, people think that you are a gynecologist. That's how good and how prosperous you look. I'm telling a true story. So I said, you see, you have no idea how good you look. So sometimes what you are complaining and whining about, people would like to be you. I said, people would like to be you. I said, people would like to be you. So be grateful to God. I said, be grateful to God. When you wake up, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Have a good look towards life. You hear me? I said what? Have a good look towards life. For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Stop thinking of yourself as down, down, down. Begin to think of yourself as up, up, up. Are you hearing me? So, our hearts are very important. Amen. That's why Proverbs, go back to that scripture. Keep it. Guard it. Guard it. Your, the course of your life, give me the amplified version of this verse. Keep and guard your heart with all diligence and above all that you guard, for out of it flow the springs of life. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Because if you have a good heart, look, let me tell you something. Just as in the natural, when you have a good heart, you have a good life. If you have a bad heart, you have a bad life. No, naturally, that's what it is. How healthy you look it depends on the condition of your heart. It's, it's, all, it's all about your heart. If you had your heart pumping, you are good. If you had your, 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 your heart pumping, you are not good. You are not good. Yeah. You are not good. Yeah. They do your EKG and the waves are sliding up. You are not good. I'm telling you. That is why you have to, that's why they tell that always guard your heart, cardiac health, be careful what you eat. Be careful what you eat. Because what you eat will affect your heart. That's what they say. Are you hearing me? It's all about your heart. That's why they say don't smoke, don't drink, don't do this, don't do that. It's all about your heart. Be careful about the cholesterol. Because as it builds up, or whatever, as it builds up in your heart, it blocks your heart. That is why suddenly you find out that, that you see, and, and and once the heart is damaged, even when you try to fix it, it doesn't really get back, you know. Are you hearing me? So you find that suddenly because of the condition of your heart, your life has changed. I cancel every heart attack. I say, I cancel every heart attack. You will not die of a heart problem. All your veins are opened. Amen. All your arteries are opened. Amen. Blood is circulating to every part of your body. Amen. You will never have a stroke. Amen. Never have a stroke. Amen. Never have a stroke. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You won't have it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So, in the same way, just as. Certain physical things affect our heart. Spiritually, your heart, which is the real person, certain things affect it. And when they, just as physically, when they affect your heart, they, they affect your life. Spiritually, when they affect your heart, they affect your life. Amen. I said amen. So just as, so just as they are diseased physical hearts. They are also diseased spiritual hearts. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. So I'm going to share some heart conditions you have to avoid. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Just as in the physical, there are some heart conditions you have to avoid. Hallelujah. Disease hearts. Hearts that are not good. For which you have to protect your heart. From getting there. Number one is a wounded heart. A wounded heart. Psalm 109, verse 22. Psalm 109, please, my, be quick on the scriptures. Whoever is on the scriptures, be quick today. I have a lot of verses. Psalm 109, verse 22. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am poor and needy. My heart is wounded within me. There is a condition called a wounded heart. Where the heart is wounded? The heart is hurt. The heart is wounded. The heart is hurt. The heart is bruised. A hurt, So it's no longer a normal heart. Just as in the physical, you have a heart that has had. A block in one of the arteries. Spiritually, your heart is blocked by a wound, a wounded heart. So it's no longer a normal heart. My heart is wounded. It's bruised. A heart that is hurt. You see, let me tell you something. The way this world is, a lot of things can hurt you. A lot of things are designed to hurt you. So, if you have a heart that is prone to getting hurt, life is such that you will be hurt. You will be wounded. Let me be, let me ask you honestly: How many have been wounded before you've been hurt before? You've been hurt before. I said, show my hand. How many have been hurt before? You have been hurt before in life. Wow. How many here have been hurt by somebody in the church? <laughs> I'm asking the question. How many here have been hurt by somebody in the church? Yeah. It's, 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 it's life. People will hurt you. Being hurt is part of life. Can I get an amen? I say being hurt is part of life. Hallelujah. And there are many things that can hurt you. Many things can wound your heart. Many, many. People you trust. People you help. People you commit to. And then suddenly, they bite you. And you ask yourself that. What? Do I deserve this? Do I deserve it? Is that that, that how you pay me back? Is that how you pay me back? Do I deserve this? I would have been better off dealing with a stranger. Yes. But I want to tell you that life, getting hurt is part of life. Including getting hurt in the church. Because I do remember, Bishop Saki said, a good preacher. He said, listen to me. If you don't want anybody to step on your toes when you come to church, then when you are coming, leave your toes at home. Because once you bring your toes to church, somebody will step on your toes. So if you don't want anybody to step on your toes, when you are coming to church, leave your toes at home. Once you bring your toes to church, somebody will step on it. Hallelujah. And you see, and being hurt is part of life. Just as in sports. You see, you cannot play sports and don't expect to be hurt. Then you don't intend to play. Injuries are part of sports. As you sign the contract, know that it is possible you'll be injured. Hallelujah. That is why you play sports and you get injured. You cannot sue anybody. It is part of the game. You cannot say that, oh, the opposition player kicked my leg, and therefore I broke my leg, therefore I'm suing that person. No, it's part of the contract. You play sports, expect to be hurt. I you hearing me? That is how life is. The only difference, the only difference between sports and real life is that when you are playing sports and you get hurt, they stop the game. Have you, have you noticed? Have you noticed they stop the game to take the injured person out? Have you seen that before? Yes. They stop it. They stop it. But what I want to tell you is that that is the difference between getting hurt in a sport and getting hurt in life. In life, when you get hurt, they don't wait for you, life goes on. That is the difference. So, so don't think. Hey, let's welcome the latest bride and the groom. They are entering the sanctuary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, sit
2: right in front, man. Fantastic. Yeah, that's it. This is live. This is real. Some of you, I wonder whether you are dreaming. You are not dreaming. It's real. <laughs> anyway, let me continue with my... What was I before they came? <laughs> Injuries. Thank you. After you are hurt, they don't stop the game life still goes on. But you see, some of us behave as if life is a soccer game. Because I am hurt, everybody should wait. No, people don't wait. Life goes on. So the earlier you bring yourself up, dust yourself, and move on, the better you are. Instead of sitting there and moaning and whining, nobody waits for you. Life goes on. Is somebody hearing me? So sitting down and thinking that because you are hurt, because you, uh, you have a problem, you failed an exam, you lost a relationship, you lost a child, everybody should stop and watch you. I'll tell you, life goes on. So you are better off dusting yourself up, picking up yourself and moving on because nobody is waiting for you. Are you hearing me? I said, are you hearing me, church? Life goes on. I said, life goes on. So pull up yourself. Yes. Nobody waits for you. Yeah. Oh. Eh. So, you know, and I was in a relationship and he promised to marry me and he he left you for another girl. You better pack yourself and move on. I'm preaching. Eh. Because he left you for another woman, You are so, I mean, uh, everything has come to a standstill. Please. He is only a man. He's not God. I said, he's only a man. He's not God. I said, he's only a man. He's not God. Sister, go and get a new hairstyle, a new makeup. Paint your lips and move on. Let life go on. I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. Listen, if but if the day he left you, you have the perm hair. After he left, go and do one Brazilian, one Rasta. Half Brazilian, half Rasta. And keep on moving. <laughs> yeah. Let him know that, listen to me, life goes on. I mean, something I find the that so the man has left you. He has married. He has even had twins. And you are still crying. Please, get up and move on. Life goes on. Oh. Yes, I mean, I can tell you something. You should thank your God. You should thank God that He left you. Me, I know somebody. This one is, is he. As say, all oh, my stories are true. Me, I know somebody personally. It's a true story. I'm not making. It. I know somebody personally, who, 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 who somebody left her, and she was broken hearted, but she picked herself up and moved on. And the person married another lady. Can you believe that one day, I said one day, this girl met the wife in the shopping mall. And when she met her in the shopping mall, the wife came to the girl and said, you owe me an offering. The wife told the girl, that, listen to me. You owe me an offering. He said, What? He said, God delivered you from not marrying him. <laughs> yeah. He said, hey. This man that I married, God really delivered you. <laughs> so you owe me an offering. Yeah. Life goes on. Hallelujah. So don't have a wounded heart. Amen. Heads are part of life. Move on. I say, move on. I say, move on. You see, stop saying that life is not fair. It's not fair. Life is not meant to be fair. Life has never been fair. God is just, but life is not fair. I say, God is just, but life is not fair. Hallelujah. So, a wounded heart. Another heart condition. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 10. Preaching. Proverbs 14, verse 10. Proverbs 14. The heart knoweth his own bitterness. The heart knoweth his own bitterness. And a stranger that not intermeddle with his joy. The heart, the next thing I want to talk about is a bitter heart. A heart that is bitter. I'm preaching. A heart that is bitter. What is a bitter heart? What is a bitter heart? A heart that is bitter. A heart that has strong resentment for somebody. Dislike. You are bitter. A strong res- uh, a strong resentment. I mean a dislike for somebody to the point that if you want the person's name is mentioned something is doing you. I'm preaching. When you mention a person's name, I mean your pressure goes up. You are bitter. You are bitter. A bitter heart. You get irritated. Yes. Bitter. Uh, How do you uh, uh, you know your heart is bitter? Your heart is bitter because when you see the person, you get annoyed. Something is doing you. Something is said about the person, you see that you are boiling up. You are bitter. You you go A bitter heart. So wounded. You see, and and and, and you see, and, and and this verse says that the heart knows the heart knoweth his own bitterness. The thing about this condition is that other people don't even see why you are so angry. It becomes so personal. That's why it say the heart. Know it's its own. Your own is personal. The bitterness is personal. Other people cannot even see. why are you so irritated? Because the heart knows its own bitterness. It's only you who know how bitter you are. I mean, people wonder that. Ah, so? But you are bitter. See, and, and that condition, it destroys you. Because the, pers- the person that you were even bitter towards, he has moved on, unfortunately. That's not even remember. And you are so bitter. Am I preaching to you? Am I preaching to you? You are sitting in the church with a person and you are so bitter. You are so worked up. You know? And people wonder, what's wrong with you? Why are you so angry? You hear the name, you hear anything about the person, you are irritated. Even if you don't say anything, you are boiling inside. I mean, the father, when the message mention somebody's name, your blood pressure goes up. You got a problem, you know. It's not worth it. Why should your blood pressure go up because of somebody? Is it? say that no matter what the person did to you, it's not worth it. No matter how unfair the person did it's not worth it. Don't acquire a bitter heart. Because a bitter heart, the Bible said, you see, just as cholesterol will destroy you, whether it came from goat meat or cow meat, cholesterol is cholesterol. Is somebody hearing me? Whether the cholesterol came from goat meat or car meat, it is still cholesterol. It will affect your heart. So is bitterness. Whether it was legitimate, illegitimate, whether the person... It is still bitterness. It will destroy you. Whether the person is your wife... I mean, why are you so bitter towards your wife anyway? Why your own wife? So bitter. Are you open your mouth? I mean, sometimes when you hear some Christians talking about their wife, not even... Unbelievers talk about their wife that way. Ah, a Christian man. You hate your wife so much. Insult. Christian. Christian. man. Christian woman. Why do you hate your husband so much? Hate him so much. Bitter. You hate the person. You see... You hate the person to the point that sometimes you wish the person was dead. But let me tell you something: what you don't know is that, unfortunately, wicked people live long. <laughs> That's what you don't know. Usually, good people die early. The wicked one that you wish they were dead—they'll say they'll be growing fat. <laughs> That's how it is. Unfortunately, because the Bible, see, and, and because the Bible says that. God, his message endure forever. So as wicked, as soon as God is giving them time to repent. Yeah, yeah. That's why they don't die early. So if you think that your enemy will die early, forget about it. They don't die early.
4: <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Wish they would be dead. Yeah. Somebody came to, <laughs> I don't know why this is. This one is a story. I don't know how to read it is. But somebody came to see a pastor. and said, look. New, New year resolution. Father, this year, Something must happen. <laughs> Say, Lord, this year, thirty-first night prayer. Lord, this year something has happened. Lord, you said you shall remove my enemies out of the land of the living. Lord, this year, this woman, something has happened. Lord, you know I'm a Christian. And your word says that what God has put together, let no man put asunder until death separates us. You know my pain. Let death separate us. <laughs> Prayer. The wife must die so life can go on. Unfortunately for him, the wife was rather even grave.
0: We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services contact us on york at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.
2: Yeah. Is somebody hearing me? Bitterness. Bitterness. It will destroy you. You cannot live your life bitter. No matter what was done about you. In fact, I can tell you something. Something dangerous about a bitter heart. You see, if you don't cure your heart out of bitterness, you see, if you don't cure your heart out of bitterness, you become a very wicked person. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Honestly. Honestly. You see, if you check even history, if you check even history, you see that all the detectives of this world, people who are detectives, Stalin, uh, all those who are Hitler, all who are detectives, If you read their biography, they hated something in their life. Yeah. You see that wickedness, tyrants and dictators. If you check, you see that they had a certain they hated society. They think society was not fair to them. Yeah. Life was not fair. That's why people do good the They will overthrow people and kill generals. And their first statement is that the masses are suffering. When I was a child, I couldn't buy this. You, see the bit? you don't think it's revolutionary. It's not revolutionary. It is its own bitterness. The fact that when I was a child, I couldn't buy food. Yeah. So the person turns out in anger. Hitler, Hitler, Hitler had a problem in school and he, he hated, he hated the world. That's why he killed the Jews. Look, bitterness. Eh? if you don't let it get out of your heart, you become a very wicked person. If you don't let that bitterness come out of your heart, see, that's why people kill their spouses. Oh, I, I'm not saying strange stories. Anytime a, 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 a spouse dies, the first suspect is the other spouse. Yeah. Hell yeah. Highly suspicious. Yeah. It's the bitterness. You are so angry. You hold the woman and shake her. You become wicked. So it is something that you should not allow to grow in you at all. Always cure yourself of bitterness. I'm not preaching to you. Because otherwise it will defile you. It will destroy you. It will turn into something that you are not. No, your bitterness can tell you something. Else. You you you'll be surprised what you have become. You see, see, you see that people are people who are bitter. They are cynical and they are wicked. Cynical, the word is cynical. Very very cynical. Every when you are saying something nice, the way they look at you. Mm-hmm. Because you are bitter. you have a problem against the world. Well. Yeah, look, one of the prayers I pray for you all the time that. I pray that you will grow up happy and joyful. I, say, I pray you will grow up happy and joyful. Amen. That in your old age, young people, young people can come around you and they are happy. Amen. Not that you are some of this old drawn-out witch, just sharp-tongue. Because life was not good to you. See, the fact that, you. see, the fact that your husband, the fact that your husband maltreated you, does not mean that you should do the same thing to your daughter-in-law. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. I said, the fact that your husband did not take care of you was mean. That's not mean. Sometimes sometimes the reason why you hate your daughter-in-law is because you never had a good life with your husband. So you don't see why your son should take care of another woman. I'm preaching. I'm anointed. That's actually the reason. Yeah. Because the way you struggle in your marriage the way your husband did not do much for you, you have to literally carry the thing by yourself. You don't see why another woman should come, and your son is doing everything for that woman. <laughs> uh, yeah. But even though your husband did not take care of you, let the bitterness go and be happy for your daughter-in-law. Look, all my stories are true. I know of a woman who the son was going to marry a woman. The son had a good profession. And he was going to marry a woman who does not really have a good profession. The mother-in-law said, that, listen to me. If you marry this girl, I will kill myself. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, oh, ask my wife, ask my wife. I, I'm not telling you a story. I'm not telling you, ask my wife. Me? Look, and he told it to the face of me and Apostle Joel, who were shaking. He Say, hey, me and Apostle Joel went to see him that, oh, we are coming to talk it so that your son will marry. He said, listen to me, the two of you. <laughs> me and Apostle Joel. <laughs> hey, he, was shaking. he said, listen to me, the two of you. If my son marries this woman, I will kill myself. Now, if you're, if you're a pastor, will you do such a marriage? Yeah. So we said, we beg go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we were shaking. We said, we beg go. Case closed. We came to the sister and the brother. said, so look, the way your parents are behaving, we don't think it will come on. The guy cried. So we can wipe your tears, but we to officiate this wedding. <laughs> the, I should officiate the wedding. Now your mother said you kill yourself. That's what we told him. And do you know why? Not long after. We want to continue the story I won't continue the story. Just end it here. But what I'm trying to say is that her reason was I have struggled in America to raise my son. So the last thing I want is a woman who has no profession. Who is going to take care of my, husband's, my, my son's money? It will not happen. That was her reason. I'm telling you the true story. That was her reason. So you could say that she is bitter. Very bitter about her own life and her own marriage. But let me tell you something. You should be glad for somebody's success, even though you had a difficult problem. Don't be bitter. Don't be bitter. I won't continue the story. That, that's where I ended. All I say that we ran away. Me and Apostle, we ran away. We say, hey. The two of you, <laughs> we beg you. This particular case, we wash our hands. That's what we told him. She told us she will kill herself. That's what she told him. No if you do, 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 I will kill myself. Say, hey, marriage that will lead to murder, dear, we beg you. We can say, brother, lift up your eyes. <laughs> Please. Let's end the story. That's where we ended, it. because her heart was bitter. I mean, listen to me. You are so bitter against somebody. I mean, sometimes even your anger towards that child because of the father. When you, yeah, you see the child, you remind you of your his father. Yeah, angry. Yeah. I heard of a story of a, a lady judge who had a bitter marriage. And she was a judge. And then there was, uh, one day she was judging the case. And the case involved divorce. You could see that the whole judgment is coming from her. <laughs> her own heart. May you not appear before a bitter judge. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah? Bitterness. Yeah. So, I'm talking about a wounded heart. A bitter heart. A weak heart is the next heart I'll talk about. Ezekiel 16.30. A weak heart. Weak heart. The heart is weak. Ezekiel What did I say, Ezekiel 16? I believe 30. How weak is thine heart, seer the Lord God, seeing that thou doest all these things, the work of an impoverished man. Say, how weak? How weak? What is a weak heart? A weak heart. Your heart is weak. Your heart is weak. What is a weak heart? A weak heart is a heart that is prone to getting hurt so easily. Very weak. Very weak. A weak heart. Little, little things offend you. Little, little things. You are so sensitive. We can't be around you. When we are around you, we have to walk on eggshells. A weak heart. The heart is sensitive. You are so touchy. Even a normal joke, then you are annoyed. A weak heart. A weak heart. Sensitive. Fragile. And let me tell you see, it, and Sometimes a weak heart, you see, just like in medicine, there's congenital and acquired. Acquired heart disease are diseases that you are, you are not born with, but you acquire them. And congenital heart disease are one you are born with. In the same way, weak hearts are spiritually congenital and acquired. Sometimes the weak comes from hurts and wounds that are not healed. That's why we are so sensitive. So sensitive. A weak heart. People cannot laugh around you. We can't crack jokes around you. You see, and let me tell you something. Pray that you don't marry somebody with a weak heart. You didn't say amen to that. I said pray that you don't marry somebody with a weak heart. Especially if he's a man, a sensitive man, a man who's so touchy-feely, every small thing you're annoyed. And usually you find that, that's what I say, sometimes it comes from not being properly healed. See, the fact that you had a a woman who maltreated you, who disappointed you, who chopped your money, don't bring that same thing to me. Don't let me reap where I have not sown. That was her. This is. Please don't be sensitive around me. Oh, yes. That was her. This is me. Very weak heart. Sensitive. We have to be careful. You know, when you are addressing a person, you have to be careful. You can't take you, you, you cannot take jokes. Uh, from time to time, we laugh at each other. Oh, want they laugh at you, you are so sensitive. Even when the pastor is preaching and come and stand in your corner, you am I the reason why you are saying that? Please. You see, if you are thinking that way, it is a sign that your heart is weak. <laughs> I say, if, if what I'm saying, you are thinking, that well, am I the reason why he's saying that? Yes, you are the reason your heart is weak. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Weak heart. Look, even as a pastor, pray that you don't have members with weak heart. You see, when you have church members who have a weak heart, sometimes you don't know what to do with them. You preach, they are annoyed. You don't preach, they are annoyed. Join the choir, they are angry. Go join the prayer warrior, they are angry. It's like you what should we do to in this church? Where, where should we place you? It's difficult. So instead of, and if you don't take care, they can easily turn you into a babysitter. So if you don't take care, every time you come to church, you are always comforting them. How long can we comfort you? Every time. When Serena shouts, hallelujah, you are annoyed. When Serena does not shout, you are annoyed. What should Serena do? Boy, What should you do? We can place you. You are so annoyed. You see, and if you don't take care, we end up babysitting such members mm-hmm. instead of preaching them. Every time you are consoling them. Mm-hmm. Instead of preaching the word of God, every time don't cry, don't cry. It's okay. Baby little girl, don't cry. How long can we think baby little girl don't cry? Go on, go on. Grow up. Go on, go on. Grow up. Preach. You are a man, grow up. Preach. You are so touchy. We can't beat you. It's a, it's a weaker. And some people, you that's how they are weak. Very super sensitive, yeah. And it's a sick heart. It's a very sick heart. You see, there comes a point you must grow up. My old boss told my one of my colleagues that listen to me: your mother does not work here. He told my one of my colleagues: that, your mother does not work here. So if you come with, if you think think that somebody's going to murder you here, this is a job, job. Get up and get a job done. Your mother does not work here. So if you came to work thinking that we are going to baby you like a baby, wrong place. Your mom does not work here. That's why say say your mother does not work here. Yeah, that's what my colleague like My colleagues because she was whining all the time. The boss said, "Your mother does not work here." So if you think we are coming here and we are going to okay be sensitive, okay, okay, well. So we are going to listen to me. If it is 60 patients and you have to get you have to get get to their job, your mother does not work here. It's your responsibility. This is adults. Children are at home. Grown ups come to work. <laughs> 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 yeah. Children stay home. You are working well grown-up. A weak heart. Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah, a weak heart. May God cure you of your weak heart. Yeah. I said, may God cure you of your weak heart. Yeah. Yes. No, don't, don't have a weak heart. That's heart too weak. And I said, it is worse if it's a man. A man who's so touchy-feeling. Sensitive. A man. Now. Nah. Hallelujah. May God deliver you from a weak heart. I say, may God deliver you from a weak heart. In Matthew chapter 18, verse 35. Matthew 18, 35. So likewise shall my heavenly father do also unto you. If ye from your hearts forgive not everyone, his brother, their trespasses. If you from your heart forgive not. So the last but one heart I'll talk about is this day. Unforgiving heart. Hmm, That's one, Serena. Unforgiving heart. You cannot forgive. Oh, what is wrong with you? You can never forgive. Unforgiving. And all that I will say about unforgiving heart is, an unforgiving heart is the most dangerous of all the hearts. Oh, yeah. Read the Bible. The Bible says, because you don't forgive, God will cast you out. Unforgiveness is, the, I mean, if you are talking about deadly heart disease, the most deadly heart disease is unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Deadly, just as in the physical. physical, there are some heart diseases that will kill you. They are not compatible with life. In the physical, there are some heart diseases, congenital heart diseases, whereby, whereby they are not compatible with life. When you are born, you die. Because that heart is not compatible with life. Total anomalous permanent return. Some conditions are not compatible. So when the, body, when the child comes, it you know, turns blue and he dies. Because that heart condition is not compatible with life. So when we see them in the nursery, we know that this child will not survive. Because their heart cannot contain oxygen. In the same way, the only condition I would say is compatible with life is unforgiveness. That one is incompatible. Because if you do not forgive, why do I say it's not compatible? He says, if you do not forgive so will God not forgive you. And you know that, look, you, as you are, if God does not forgive you. So, unforgiveness, eh, look, two people, two people who are very spiritual, who told me, and I will forget, was a bishop that himself, because I talked to him as a friend and Prophet Kakra. They said, and something happened, I was thinking, Bishop, bishop said, somebody did somebody, something. Somebody, somebody, even me, that was not done to me. I was so hurt. I was so hurt for him. And he told me, look, Nosh, I have no choice but to forgive. Do you understand that statement? I have no choice but forgive. It's like when it comes to forgiveness, I have no choice. No matter what has been done to me, I have no choice but to forgive. That's what he told me. And Prophet told him the same thing. He said, Look, the anointing that I carry is too heavy. I cannot contaminate it with unforgiveness. Yeah. So, unforgiveness is incompatible with life. No matter what has been done to you, you must be like Father Abraham of Blessed Memory. Eve. Father always would say, Forgive. Father always used to say, Forgive. Forgive, oh, huh? you had the, oh, forgive, oh. Forgive. Because it's not compatible with life. You torment yourself with unforgiveness. So that one is not compatible. It doesn't matter what was done to you. Forgive. And when I say forgive, I mean forgive. You. I, say when I say when I say forgive, I mean what? Forgive. You. I say when I say forgive, I mean what? forgive you. This type of, I've forgiven you but I've not forgotten type of behavior. That's not forgiveness. I'm preaching. Well, I forgive but I cannot forget. Okay. What, what, what verse is that? I say, what verse is that? God said that as far as the east is from the west. So have I forgiven you? And you say, I forgive but I cannot forget. Oh Yeah. Forgive, forgive. Look, all oh, those wise statements. You know, I've forgiven here, but things are not. Usu- we can. Things are not as usual as they used to be. You have not forgiven. If you have really forgiven, things will go back to usual. I'm preaching. I am preaching to you. If you have truly forgiven, things will go back to as usual. If you have truly forgiven. So the fact that you are saying that i have forgiven, but we cannot go back as you used to be, I'm not forgiven. You have not. You so uh, uh, you, you, do you know what? Do you know one of the things I... I can prove to you I'm not forgiven. Do you know why? Do you know why I can prove to you? The fact that when the argument came, you said, Rev, this is what he did for me three years ago. The fact that you can remember three years ago. <laughs> the date. Rev, this is not new. This is not new. Three years ago, when we were in uh, Texas at 2 o'clock on a Friday afternoon, the same thing happened. I mean, you can remember to the date. How can you forget? He says it's a woman thing. It's not a woman thing. It's an unforgiveness thing. <laughs> yeah. It's not a woman thing at all. It's an unforgiveness thing. And unforgiveness is not compatible with life. It's not com- You cannot live. Preach it, so preach I'm preaching to you. Yes. Because there are certain hard conditions when the child is born. It's not compatible with life. Our forgiveness is not compatible. You must forgive. Wash your heart. Clean. Forgiveness is easy. I don't know why it's difficult for you. Mm-hmm. No, to me it's very easy. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. Just say yourself. Like, it's, not worth it. it's not worth it. Number two. Mm-hmm. Me too. That's uh, Bishop, Bishop said. I have no choice. Yeah. But, how, I can, say, oh, but me to me have some people. Mm-hmm, no, okay. yeah, me to have some people. So if somebody had me, so what, what's the big deal? Hey. Life goes on. Me to have some people. And through you to have some people, so what's the big deal? Hallelujah. Yeah. Am I preaching to you? Yeah. It's yeah. the most deadly heart disease. Unforgiveness. Yeah. You remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Eh, you know, rep. It's okay. If you have said, I've heard, I've forgiven. But you know, I don't think we can be as close as we used to be. Have you really forgiven? Because if you have forgiven, we should be close. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm preaching. Listen. <laughs> Forgiveness, okay, forgiveness, okay, forgiveness, okay, is the eraser. When you write something with a pen, you cancel. So you can see what was written, but it's canceled. But when you write with a pencil, you erase. You don't see it at all. Forgiveness is eraser, not a pencil that cancels. Erase. Pretend never happened. No big deal. Hallelujah. Ah. is somebody hearing me? Don't forgive. Oh, you see that that, that order he acts, it is loaded. It means that the consequences are grave, if you don't. Yeah. That's what it means. Forgive all. Yeah, no, Ravi, Ravi, you don't know. You don't know, what, you know. You know, you know, you know. You know, you know, you know. Uh, once bitten, twice shy. Show me a verse. Once bitten, twice shy. What verse is that? See, Don't live your life with African Proverbs. I said, Don't live your life with African Proverbs. That red, even a fool's, a fool's testicle is not stepped on twice. <laughs> it's, a, it's a problem. You know what I'm talking about. It's a, even a fool. Even a fool, his testicle is not stepped on twice. <laughs> what verse is that? I said, what verse is that? Live your life with the word of God. When it comes to forgiveness, all of us must remember what Bishop that told me. When it comes to forgiveness, I have no choice. Father, we thank you. Psalm 61, verses 1-2. to Psalm 61, Hear my cry, O oh God. Attend unto my prayer. Hear my cry. Hear my cry. We'll go back to verse one again. Hear my cry, O oh God. Attend unto my prayer. Verse two. From the ends of the earth, will I cry unto Thee? When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Hear my cry, O oh God. Attend. You see? Yes. There is, there, sometimes there's something called an overwhelmed heart. Your heart is just overwhelmed. The problems are coming from every angle. You lose your job. Your husband is annoying you. Your child has a, a, a bad report from school. Like, well, how much can one person contain? One person? How, come, how much can one person tolerate? Sometimes your heart overwhelmed. But let me tell you something. Whether your heart is overwhelmed, whether your heart is hurt, whether your heart is bruised, whether you have been maltreated, it says that, hear my cry from the ends of the earth. When my heart will, uh, From the ends of the earth will I cry out to thee. When my heart will, lead me. You see, you see, lead me. Lead me to the rock. No matter what condition your heart is in, there's a rock that is higher than you. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. No matter what has been done to you, there is a rock. There is a rock. There is, there is a savior. Even, even men don't understand you, there is a rock. So instead of being bitter, being unforgiveness, complaining, why don't you cry to him? Attend unto my prayer, for my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. There is a rock. There is a rock. Yeah. He said, when my heart is overwhelmed, please lead me to the rock that is higher than us. Let me tell you something. No matter what has been done to you, how bitter, how sad, how overwhelmed, how painful, there is a rock. That is higher than you. Higher than you means that it can carry you above the problem. There is who can put you on a higher platform than you. If you want to bear it yourself, you cannot deal with it. But cry unto the rock. That is higher than you. Let me tell you something. When it comes to vengeance, leave it to God. Vengeance is my say the Lord. Don't try to revenge on anybody. That's not your job. That's not your place. You just cry to the Lord. Then hear my cry. Yes, the husband was mean. The wife was mean. The job was not fair. You, have, you are wounded. You are hurt. People are saying bad things about you. It is not your place to revenge. Just lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And God himself will avenge you. Hear my cry. Stand up to your feet and let's close. Hear my cry, oh God. Attend unto my pain. From the ends of the earth, I cry. i Do you know how to sing that song Ooh, when my heart is overwhelmed. Take one, please. Lead me to the rock that is higher than that. Oh, that is higher. Sing it again. Hear my cry, oh Lord. You go
3: to my prayer from the ends of the earth. From the ends of
2: the earth, will I cry? I cry to thee when my heart is overwhelmed.
3: When my heart is overwhelmed lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I That is
1: higher than. It's a
2: simple song. Hear my cry. Hear my
4: cry. Hear my cry, oh Lord.
2: Attend
4: unto my
2: prayer. From the ends of the earth.
4: From the ends of the earth. Well, I cry unto you. Oh, my heart my heart, where my heart. And when my heart is so over, please lead me to the rock. rock. That, that is higher than I, that is higher than I, that is higher Yes, Sing it again. Hear my cry, Lord. Hear my cry, oh Lord. Attend to uh-uh, my
2: the restorer of hearts. He is the restorer of hearts. Don't walk with bitterness. Don't walk with a wounded heart. Don't walk with a heart that is hurt. Don't walk with an unforgiven heart. There is a God who forgives. There is a God who, ve- who will take vengeance for you. He says, vengeance is mine. Oh, that is higher than that. Oh that is higher than I Oh that is higher than I That is higher
4: than I That is higher than
1: I Oh that is higher than I That is higher
2: than I That is higher than I Listen I don't know what has overwhelmed you Sometimes you ask yourself how much can one person take How much can one person take? But I tell you, there is a God. Yes. There is a God. There is a God who can lift you up and put you on a rock that is higher than you.
1: That is higher
2: than us. Yes. That is higher. I feel like praying for some people. Listen, you are here. You are overwhelmed. Your heart is wounded. You are overwhelmed. You don't have to come you don't have to come, just whatever you are standing lift up your hands and I'll pray I'll pray for you, God will help you you are hurt, you are wounded you are overwhelmed is... just lift up your hands and I'll pray for you God will help you I say God will help you, you will move on I say you will move on you will not be stuck Father I pray for the hands that are lifted up. We say, hear our cry, O God. Attend unto our prayers. From the ends of the earth, we will cry unto you. Father, heal us from unforgiving hearts. Heal us from wounded hearts. Heal us from a heart that is bitter. Heal us from a heart that is overwhelmed. We stand in your sanctuary with our hands lifted up. Give us a fresh heart. A fresh heart. A fresh heart. A heart of love. A heart of peace. A heart that is strong to overcome. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That is higher than love. Please be seated. That is higher than That is higher. Hallelujah. With every head bow. You see, no matter where you are, there's a God who can pull you out. Hallelujah. Amen. So cry unto Him. Amen. Amen. Yeah, your heart is overwhelmed. Sometimes you ask yourself that what else is coming? What's this? What is this? But I tell you, there's a rock higher than you. Hallelujah. You will survive it. I say you will survive it. Amen. I say you will survive it. Amen. You will stand. Amen. Oh. Amen. Amen. We are going to have communion in a few minutes. For the body of Christ. And the blood of Jesus. But there is something unique about Communion. Communion is for the saints. Communion is for the saints. There's power in the blood, there's power in the body. Shh. So, with every head bowed and every eye closed, if you are not a Christian, you are not born again, wherever you are sitting, you see, I'm telling you that you need God. Life is overwhelming. Please, I don't want any movement at all. Life is overwhelming. And without God, you have no hope. So, I stand here confident because I'm born again. If you are not born again, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, up until this point, you are living your life by yourself. With every bow there is room at the cross for you. Lift up your hand so I can pray for you. You want to be a Christian? You are tired of living your life this one way? Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I'm serious. There's so much difficulty living your life without God. So you are here, you are not born again, you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Let me tell you something, life can be overwhelming. So you are not saved, please. No movement. No movement. I'm serious. See the hand. Lift up your hand. I'm serious. This is this is personal. You want to start your life again. You want to serve God. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Don't say that oh later, later. Don't, don't play with it. It's no later. It's no later at all. There's room talking about salvation. I'm talking about salvation. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There is room for you. There is room for you. This is your opportunity. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Father, thank you for salvation. Let none here perish and go to hell. I'm telling you, joke with it because you can find yourself in hell. You can actually find yourself in hell. But God sent his son to die for you and I. So this today is your opportunity. This afternoon is your chance to make a choice. Take a decision for Jesus Christ. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth you will be saved. Salvation is knocking at your door. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
4: Yes, there is
2: Father, we thank you for salvation. Let none perish. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Yep, you can go. Now it's time for communion. Like I said, if you're not born again, don't play with communion. It can kill you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. if you are born again, it is life it is power Father we thank you for the body that was broken and the blood that was shed thank you for communion, thank you for the elements, for this is my body which was broken for you, this was my blood which was shed for you, Father let the blood speak, let the body heal in Jesus name Amen Jesus protects you. That is why you are coming for communion. let mm-hmm. go. Cancer will have power over you. Cancer
1: will never have power
2: over you. For the body heals. The body of the love heals for God.
3: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
2: Thank you. Make sure everybody gets it. Yes. Evil powers will not dominate your life spirit, dearly beloved, the Bible says our Lord Jesus Christ in the night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread and He said this is my body which was broken for you, the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. You may eat the body. And the Bible said that same night he took the cup. And he blessed it. And he said, this is my blood of the new covenant. The Apostle Paul said that this is the cup of blessing. By taking part in this blessing, every curse in your life is being reversed. Amen. You will not die from cancer. Amen. You will not die from accidents. Amen. You will not die from gunshots. Amen any witchcraft in your family cannot affect you amen the blood of jesus The
0: blood of jesus
2: the blood of jesus
0: the blood of jesus
2: the blood of jesus the
0: blood of jesus
2: you may drink the blood of jesus
4: all the hills far away stood to the Lord, ragged cross It was the emblem. The emblem
2: of suffering and shame. Oh, Jesus, thank you for power. Thank you for power. And the love. Thank you for healing. Thank you, you for healing.
1: Thank you for peace. The peace of God. The peace of God. Peace of God. Lord, well, Thank you for recovery. Recovery of what I've been lost. Oh, for there is life Lord. coming to the people of God. So I life is coming. Healing is coming. Blessing is coming. Prosperity is coming. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So much And loss. And
2: try help I said, receive supernatural help you will finish the journey your heart, your, heart your heart will not be overwhelmed your heart will not be overwhelmed your heart
1: will not be overwhelmed you will finish your journey oh God
2: you will
1: finish it you will finish it you will you not fall by the wayside. Receive supernatural strength. Receive, receive, receive supernatural strength. You will make it. You will make it. You will make it. Oh God, my God. Yes, Lord. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon, oh God. God is going to fight for you. God will fight for you. God will fight for you. God will fight for you. Oh God. Oh, of so oh, oh, God, Jesus, the God of God, the God God, the God, God God,
2: For the blood. Thank you that supernatural help has come. Amen. Our hearts will not be overwhelmed. Yes, the case is reversed. Yes. The case is reversed.
1: Amen.
2: Today marks the beginning of a prosperous life, amen. a new life. Amen. Thank you that your people have received strength for the journey. You will not fall by the wayside. You will not fall by the wayside. Hey, those who come against you in one way, they'll flee in seven ways. Amen. I said they come against you one way, they'll flee in seven ways.
1: Amen.
2: God has caused your
1: enemy to scatter. God will cause your enemy to scatter. I say God will cause your enemies to scatter. Hey, the Lord is on your side. 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 Hey, you will win every encounter and every battle. I say you will win every encounter and every battle. For Jehovah is on your side.
2: Jehovah is on your side. Jehovah is on your side. Your womb will not be barren. I say your womb will not be buried. I say your womb will not be buried. Your children will not fall by the wayside. Your children
1: will not fall by the Amen. wayside. Yeah, you will not be covered with disgrace. You will not be covered with disgrace. Oh, the shame is taken away. The shame is taken away. The shame is taken away. Glory is coming, and the glory is coming, and the glory is coming. Hallelujah. Amen.
2: Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Oh. I see shame like a blanket to hold in a Amen. And in this place, glory is coming. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. Hallelujah.
0: Yeah. We hope that you've been blessed.